Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday. We have a very, very special episode of High Vibin' It for you today. And I'm Lindsay Robinson, a certified hypnotherapist and success alignment coach. I'm here with my co-host and soul sister, Kelsey Aida, manifestation expert and author. And today we are going to talk about the divine feminine energy and how to awaken it, what it is, why it's important, and we're even going to interview one of my clients who came to me for this very thing. So we're going to get her experience and her story. Um, But first, we're going to dive into kind of what is the Divine Feminine and why it's different from the Divine Masculine and why it's important to have both. So we were just talking before we started recording um, about what our definitions of the Divine Feminine and Masculine were, and it was kind of shocking that they were both somewhat different, right? Um, Which is actually not that surprising because it depends on really who you ask. So the divine feminine to me is the nurturer, the creator, the watcher, the observer, the one that's connected um, to nature and um, all of that kind of stuff. So Kelsey, what is, let's, let's talk about what your definition of the divine feminine is. Mm, Well, as I like how you explained it kind of as like a personality. Like if the divine feminine was a person, she would be the nurturer. She would be the protector, all the things that you said. But I usually tend to think of it more of like as like an energy. So to me, the divine feminine essence is free flowing, um, always changing, extremely creative, like how you said, very nurturing, very loving, very understanding. Um, wise, very wise, um, really open to receiving, um, likes to be within a safe container, like likes to be like free and almost wild within boundaries that the masculine can create for the feminine, um, whether that's in a relationship dynamic or just in a life situation, um, I feel that for me stepping into my divine feminine that I've become better at a lot of those things, trusting, receiving, nurturing, loving, um, being in touch with my intuition. Ah, jinx. We're being intuitive (laughs) about our intuition. Um, Yeah, very wise. Uh, Also, to me, it has a lot to do with radiance. So like shining from the inside out. Mm -hmm. I feel like the divine feminine thrives from being seen or at least recognized. And sometimes it's only for her essence. Like the divine feminine doesn't have to be, do or have anything in order to be like praised for her like innate beauty. Like just by being and existing, like you are radiant as when you're in your divine feminine. Whereas with the masculine, I feel like it's a little more of the energy of proving, doing, becoming, forward movement, leadership, direction, um, protection, um, a little more rigid, more grounded, um, just different. It's yin and yang, you know, they're complementary energies. So they're opposite. Yeah, they're equal and they're complementary. So, yeah. 
we as humans are split energies of this collective yin and yang. So we are the physical representation of what you would perf- like uh, perceive as feminine, but we inside our spiritual being has this balance of both. So we're going to focus on the divine feminine today um, because like I was saying, the, 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 the energies of the world collectively seem to be yearning for more of this divine feminine seem to be wanting more of this. So um, I think we've covered what it is pretty much. And we all can get on board with, with that idea of the divine feminine really stepping into it. Now, whether or not you feel like you have a healthy amount of this divine feminine energy is a whole other story. And that's kind of where we're going to go today. So like I said, we have a a client on um, to talk about her feeling the lack of this divine feminine energy and wanting to awaken it and step fully into it because that's where she felt um, she'd be able to really fully embrace her true self. So I'm, you know, I grew up as probably more on the, the mass. I grew up with brothers. I grew up with my dad and I was digging for worms in the dirt, which is, you know, not a thing that you would think a girl would do, but I'm as I, and I hated wearing dresses. I hated being feminine. And I was just talking about this yesterday because, um, it just, you know how you, when you're having a conversation and things just kind of come to you and you're like, wow, I never acknowledged this part of me before. But this is so true, and it you, you just kind of grow in the conversation. Um, but I was having this kind of moment with myself of like, wow, yes, I totally shoved that part of me down. And anything that sniffed femininity, I was just like, nope, don't want that. And I don't, I, I don't really know why, except for the fact that that's what I was around, and that's what I felt like I would fit in as. And I know, um, I know a lot of women in my own experience that have had similar stories of like just not being super feminine. Well, I feel like maybe because you said, I don't know why, but then you said, I think it's about fitting in. I think that is why, like for you, it created a sense of belonging to be more like your brothers and to like fit better into your family. And like everybody, especially at a young age, needs to feel like they can be a part of their family because you need your family to survive in the beginning. Like humans can't survive by themselves. So we will do anything, even if it's detrimental to ourselves or self-harming or whatever, to fit in, to get our needs met, to survive, to be able to live. And up until pretty recently, like right before I started having kids, it was okay to say, you throw like a girl, or you can't play, you're a girl, and no girl's loud, and all that kind of stuff. So, God, it's so easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's so easy to feel like it's not okay. Like what you were born as is not okay. Um, So, you know, if anything today, hopefully it's that better understanding of there's a merge that can happen with your divine and masculine energies. You don't have to be one or the other. And in fact, being one or the other is probably not great for you. (laughs) You can't be in one all the time you wouldn't be able to have any balance or harmony that way like in certain moments in your life you're going to be more masculine in certain moments of your life you're going to embody more feminine in certain times throughout the day you're going to be more masculine or more feminine like let's say you're really like strong female lawyer when you go into work and you have to protect these people and like state their case and be like really dominant and assertive like you're probably going to be in your masculine all day then when you come home and you drink a glass of wine and you dance around your house and you like go back into your feminine essence you're embodying the complete opposite yeah so 
it just depends minute by minute, hour by hour, month by month, year by year. You could go through years being in a more dominant state. Like for me, I grew up a lot in my masculine, not in the same way as Lindsay, where I was like a tomboy because I was always really girly on the outside. But I feel like that was almost me overcompensating for my lack of actual feminine essence that I wasn't exerting because for me, it started when these doctors told me that I couldn't be a professional ballerina, which is what I had trained my whole life to do because I had all these injuries and they were like, you should just give up, like just pick another sport, do something else. Like they basically told me to just stop doing the reason why I was existing. So that was super traumatizing. And from that day on, I was like, well, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show myself I can do anything. And I can do anything better than anyone. And I'm going to show everyone. And so from that day when I went into the I need to prove myself to myself and I need to prove myself to other people, I went into like a hyper-masculine mode for almost Uh all of my teenage years and young adulthood because I felt like – I had something that I needed to prove and I was always making more money than everyone and writing books faster than other people and like achieve, 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 go, 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 do, 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 which is fine. There's value to that. And society puts much more value on that than being in your surrendering divine feminine mode where you're hanging out at the park all day and taking naps when you feel like it and letting other people maybe take care of you financially for a bit so you can rest. Like people don't put value on that, those feminine qualities as much as they do the masculine, which is why it's so hard for women to drop into their feminine sometimes because society has told us that's not as valuable as going, doing, proving, achieving, Mm -hmm. and yeah, like making a name for yourself or whatever you want to call it. Well, in, when I think of, we're going to have to go to break in a second, but one last thought on that before we bring um, Karina in is when I think of the divine feminine, I think, I can't help but think of the, the mother, the mother, because whether or not you have kids, like I happen to have kids, so I see my divine feminine come out when I nurture them. But this nurturing can happen in a relationship. It can happen in, I mean, if you have pets, if you're a teacher. It can happen with yourself. I nurture myself a lot more than I used to. Exactly. So the nurturer in you is your divine feminine. We are innately nurturers and we want to do that. And my husband is a fantastic nurturer because he's able to access that part of himself as well. Um, For guys, it's, it's not really considered a thing that guys do. Guys have to be men and that the ideologies and the, the pre pre con, what is the word I'm looking for? Misconceptions that we have for these energies is the societal constructs. Yeah, is a what's causing cute. it's causing such a divide and such a I don't like using the word toxic, but it truly is. Like it can ease it's such a slippery slope when you start to think it's okay to have these imbalances to just go to the extreme and have it just be Well, yeah, because ideally we would value both. Yeah. We would say this is really valuable. And also, this is really valuable, and they're both different, and we need both. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to have Karina on. She's one of my, I don't know, I, she's an amazing client. I don't want to say she's one of my favorites, but. Um, <laughs> no, she's, she's fantastic, and she came to me um, for hypnosis uh trying to awaken this part of her and really get in touch with 
her higher self. So um, we're going to have her on. We'll be right back with Karina. And this portion of the show is brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions, a.k.a. LinkedIn Jobs. Hiring the right person takes time and time that you don't often have. Urgency can be your enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for your business. That's why LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by people you want to hire. People with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. And it's no wonder that a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. So if you guys want to try this and find the right person for your business today, use LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash vibin. Again, that's linkedin.com slash B-I-B-I-N to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You are listening to High Vibe in It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to high.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Kelsey Aida, and we are back talking about the divine feminine essence. And we have a really special guest on today. Her name is Karina, and she's actually one of Lindsay's hypnosis clients. And she, well, basically her story is she used to live a lot in her masculine, and she was feeling unbalanced, and she went to Lindsay for help, and now she has been able to really awaken and cultivate more of her divine feminine essence. So, Karina, I'm going to leave it up to you to kind of tell the story of how you found Lindsay and what you guys were able to to accomplish together. Okay, great. Well, first off, thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> um, essentially, I it actually began last year. I would say last February, and I'm really into astrology and learning about the cosmos of how that affects our energy as well. So I don't think it was an accident that when uh, I'm a Taurus and Uranus went into Taurus and. They predicted that everything was going to shake up for you, that everything you know beforehand was just going to completely change and true to form. (laughs) And uh, being a Taurus as well, I'm so stubborn to change, so stuck in my ways. But since that moment, I just felt like I needed to just completely uproot, uproot myself and just feel different within what I was cultivating. So I would say that's where it began in terms of really changing within myself and last year was just such a like huge exponential growth of tapping back into my femininity first off I broke up with my boyfriend of a decade and I was really feeling like I was carrying so much of the masculine energy within that relationship so Mm -hmm. just to get rid of that left me really vulnerable in a state to to really figure out how can I get my femininity back, my power back, um, and just more balance within myself. So I 
went through a great journey of a lot of healing modalities. And <laughs> so let's fast forward to this year. I knew that I was also now ready to quit my job because I also felt really masculine within that role as well. And that's when I started to seek out hypnosis. And I found Lindsay through the HMI catalog. Like directory, yeah. Yes. And something about her face. (laughs) It's beautiful, so that helps. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then I read her bio, and she had touched upon things in terms of like the divine feminine and just spirituality in itself, which I really appreciated that this is the person I was going to work with. So we met, we fell in love. (laughs) (laughs) I just adore you. (laughs) (laughs) And she's definitely been helping me cultivate more of that. And she introduced me to this woman named Grace, who channels the divine feminine. We are actually working on getting her on the show. So that would be so fun. Yeah, she's fantastic. And that aligns as well with just what I'm feeling. And she kind of confirmed that there is an uprise in the collective with the femininity right now in claiming that because of the scales tipping to, to balance themselves out. And what I personally feel more than anything is being true to my nurturing self and feeling okay with being a woman, not okay, feeling wonderful about being a woman and unapologetic about having the softness in me. And yeah, so (laughs) I don't know, I rambled way different tangents, but. No, I um, love, I love your story. And I love that. I mean, a lot of women can relate to this. I know everything that you said, um, somebody will resonate with because it's so common. And I, and yep. there's parts, there's conversations that we had in our sessions where I'm thinking to myself, Kelsey would really understand this. Well, part. yeah. When <laughs> you were talking about your story of how you felt like you were always holding up the masculine essence within your relationship, which is hard when you are actually a feminine woman on the inside. And let's say as far as like, sexual preferences go if your sexual essence is that of the divine feminine and you're playing the role of the masculine in the relationship you're gonna feel off and it's gonna feel like a burden and it's gonna feel heavy like how you were explaining because that's not your true nature your true nature as a feminine woman is to be more of the time especially when you're in the context of the relationship the feminine polarization not yes. being the opposite of what you actually naturally are, which is probably why you were exhausted after 10 years of doing that, which I was, exactly. in, a par- I was in a lot of partnerships like that. I would always wear the pants. I would always mm-hmm. make the decisions. I would always be the leader, um, which, like, that's fine if you want to do that. But if you don't, then it's not yeah. fine, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so exactly. I totally resonate with that. And, and then, again, like, in the work, like, working so hard, proving yourself, achieving so much, like, those are all beautiful things. But if you feel like you're not also doing the opposite, the more feminine, which is to be to receive, to not have to prove yourself, to radiate from the inside out, to just be beautiful and valuable by just existing, Mm. not necessarily doing anything, then that's also really new too. And that's, I didn't work for a whole year when I first moved to the Midwest from California and I Uh slowed things down and I spent time in nature and I, I did so many things so different to cultivate and embrace my divine feminine so when you were telling your story I was like oh my god that sounds exactly like (laughs) (laughs) and that and that's such a key word too is receiving the hardest thing like I work so hard 
And the hardest thing for me to do is receive. Yeah. And that's what I'm really working on now to just realize that. And I've quit my job, so I have a different lifestyle now. And just being in the flow of knowing that I'm worth it just because I'm me. I mean, and that goes for, for men and women, right? But yes. even more so within my femininity, because I feel like I always have to prove myself mm-hmm. to keep up with men. Yeah. I, I finally feel like it's okay to let that facade go and just allow myself to be in it. Yeah. And, and before I broke up, like I thought I could never really be with anybody else because I felt so masculine. I felt like, who's going to receive me at this level? I don't really know what it takes to date or or to be in that realm or to have a man approach me. And Lindsay can attest (laughs) to these past couple months. I've, it's blown my mind that now I'm in this realm. (laughs) What has happened to me on that front as well? I definitely was hoping that you would go a little bit into some of the really amazing slash insane things that have happened just as your energy started to shift and as you started embracing more of this and being okay with your feminine energy and like loving stepping into that Mm -hmm. what are some of the silliest quirkiest awesome things that have happened I need them to hear about this (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I know what you're wanting me to say so I'm not sure well just say you up up here (laughs) Well, I'd say within the last three months of us working together, this is the most dates I've been on in my life. Um, This week, I had four dates in a row. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So do you feel like since you're cultivating more of your feminine, that masculine men, not just men, but masculine men who are in their divine masculine are more drawn to you and you don't have to do anything but be yourself and they come to you like flies? Essentially, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. And that's kind of crazy because I felt like I had to just like mm. prove myself so much beforehand. And the more I just feel within my own loving, feminine, soft energy, it's just easier for a man in his masculinity to come approach me. And yeah. it feels very balanced. And it's definitely different from the men I used to attract before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's nice. (laughs) It's it's really, it's really cool for me as somebody, as the facilitator, I guess, Mm -hmm. when you, when you found me, I know you wanted to do this for you. You know, there was no question that this was something you wanted to do so you could step into your authentic self. And, but part of that was not only do I want to feel my, like my authentic self and be happy being my feminine self, um, I want to find my match to that as well. Because mm-hmm. I know a big thing for you is to find your person and yes. to create that life. You're ready. You're like, I want to start my family and my the next part of my life. I know what I want. And I just want to find somebody who is a match to that. So it's funny. When you came to me, you had just ended your relationship. There was there was one person that you were kind of like in with, but didn't mm-hmm. you knew didn't fit, but you you were hanging on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and within I don't even know we I haven't seen you in like what two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. And within uh, a week and a half or two weeks of us starting to work together, which was now like two months ago ish, mm-hmm. months ago, there was. There were so many choices. It was bonkers. <laughs> They're everywhere. It happened. And we, we just kind of sat back one day and we're like, 
can you believe that in just such a short amount of time, like it even astounds me sometimes, mm. but it's just, it, only, it all depends on the power of the person's mind and their dedication to seeing this positive shift happen. And you were ready. You were, you were done playing games. You were like, I just need, I need to figure this out for myself. And so with that dedication, that determination, um, it, it was insane. It was so funny. And you're like one of my favorite success stories because it was like <laughs> the things that were coming up were just so funny and so crazy and so different. Uh, yeah. We'll say one story of, we'll sprinkle Okay. We'll in. say, we'll say one of the two. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> one of the two is, um, I should say a rock star that yeah. should remain nameless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was walking around the park and this very famous lead singer of a band was there as well. And, I know of him and, and I just felt like the moment we exchanged energy, I felt really confident within myself. I really felt like, I think pre this work, I would have not given myself permission mm-hmm. to be at their level in their space or whatnot or not good enough, but feeling like, no, I'm, I'm beautiful, strong, independent, confident woman. I can hold my own. I can engage. He's just a person. And we ended up hanging out. And then I'd say for the rest of the month, I was playing tennis with, <laughs> with this high level rock star. And I was just really think to myself, how in the world did this happen? Yeah. She even would text me and be like, um, can we make it an hour later? I'm playing tennis right now with, <laughs> you know, films. And I was like, absolutely. You can reschedule for that. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's just so, it's just so amazing that you were able to be able to start to do some of this work. So what were the biggest, I think, um, shifts that happened for you that now you can say, this is who I am since you started working with me? More than anything, I feel as if I was so hardwired to be so difficult on myself when something didn't go my way, or it wasn't exactly what I wanted to manifest or come forth. And now I feel like I'm allowing myself to be in the flow of things and realize that that could very well be a bridge of incidents going on to the thing I want anyway. Mm-hmm. But if I get so hung up on this one thing not going exactly the way I want it to, then I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the whole experience and the whole journey. And who knows? That's probably leading to what I wanted anyway or something better, which is <laughs> what I've learned more than anything within this process is being so hung up on one outcome and then learning to let it go and then something even more amazing comes forward and I go, oh, okay, so this is why I shouldn't let my energy be clogged up because look at all of this that I could be missing. Yeah. I just wasn't in it. To me, it sounds like you're so much more trusting through Mm. cultivating your divine feminine. You trust your life more. You receive more. You create more space for masculine energies to come and like rendezvous with you. You also make it okay to just like exist rather than to Mm. do, which I know has been a huge shift for me. Like I used to just, I couldn't sit down and do nothing. I'd be like, oh, people who do nothing are so lazy. They don't get anything done. They're so worthless. They're just wasting space on this earth. Like no, (laughs) being in a state of being is like such a feminine attribute it is and that's the toughest lesson to just allow yourself to be i know in the tarot card the high priestess they always show me that she's just literally sitting on her throne (laughs) with her coins and her crown (laughs) ready and being like yeah you come to me 
<laughs> you impress me. You tell me why you need my presence. You deserve my energy. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I need to be doing. That. Mm-hmm. And allowing myself to receive and realize it's all going to be okay. And more than anything, too, I feel a sense of purpose now that I've connected to my femininity. Because before, I, I was just always trying to compete and prove myself. And, now, and it wasn't getting me anywhere. And now I feel that being within my divine feminine gives me such a sense of I'm helping the collective. All the women that are tapping into their divine feminine right now, you're helping raise the vibration of the planet. And that gives Mm -hmm. me such a sense of purpose and just a mission has begun. And I really think that's what's happening right now amongst the collective, amongst women. There's this awakening happening that going, oh, not only is it okay to feel this soft, it's necessary. So I feel very honored that I heard the calling. I woke up and now I'm in it. Woo! Love it. <laughs> and also more than anything, helping support other women feels so much a part of my mission as well. Yeah. There you are doing just that, being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's so living we it, had, guys. Yeah. So we had three months. Um, and we worked with other stuff too, but I think yeah. the, the essence of what we were doing was really, and, and really the definition of stepping into your authentic self might be different for different people, but for you, it was this divine feminine was a huge, huge part of it. Um, would you say that it's easier for you now to, even though we're not working together anymore, super sad, <laughs> um, would you say that it's easier for you than before to find yourself stepping into this role more and more every day? Absolutely. A hundred percent. The the growth from when we started to when we ended, uh, the, you know, the double-edged sword of that is I miss you so much, but all the, all the growth has really prepped me to be okay on my own. And I think people really need to hear that when they go into hypnosis as well, because that's the end goal. You want help, but at the end, you're hoping that you can cultivate all this on your own yeah no one wants to go to a coach or a therapist forever no one wants to go for the rest of their life, the you of their life. So, <laughs> so hopefully in the time that you work together the therapist or the coach is able to give you and hopefully that's what I was able to help you do is find the tools within yourself and find this this energy that you had already and just kind of allow it to be within you all the time and allow yourself to really recognize when it's not in alignment, what can I do to get back on track? And when I'm thinking these old thoughts and patterns, what can I do to get back on track to where I was? And so hopefully that's what I was able to help you do. Well, Karina, we have to take another break. It's been so great having you on the show. I'm so glad that you're able to come and share. Yeah, you're awesome. Thanks for being here. Isn't she (laughs) just the best? (laughs) Well, both you women are very inspiring and I can just feel all the loving energy you guys give as well. So thank you so much for creating this podcast because I know it needs to be heard and, and be put out there. And I'm Aww. very honored. Aww, thank Thanks. you. Thanks, Karina. Well, we're going to take a break and say goodbye to Karina. But when we come back, we're going to get more into uh, working and awakening your divine feminine and what you can do to begin that process. So we'll take yeah. a break and be right back.
Everyone knows that the quality of your sleep totally impacts your whole entire life from how you feel to your performance at work and in the gym. Um, emotionally, it affects you. Vibrationally, it affects you. So needless to say, sleep is really important. And that's why we're super excited to talk about REM Rise with you guys because Existing sleep aids just don't work. They're not effective and they make you really groggy in the morning and you need a natural solution tailored to your specific needs. That's why Lindsay and I are using Remrise. Remrise is a personalized sleep solution that uses natural plant-based formulas to help calm the mind, relax the body, and get your circadian rhythm back on track for a better, more restorative sleep. It's drug-free with no groggy side effects in the morning, and I know every time I use it, I feel like working out as soon as I wake up. I'm just like, ding, ready to go because I sleep so good. All you have to do is go to getremrise.com slash vibin and take their free quiz. I took the quiz and my sleep personality was something about how my mind is like never off. So all of my herbs are to support me in turning my mind off so I can sleep really well. And it definitely really helped because I didn't even think I had any sleep issues. I was like, oh, I sleep fine. I don't even need this. And then I tried it and I was like, I sleep way better. I didn't know there was room for improvement. So definitely give it a try. Lindsay, what has your experience been like? Well, my quiz results, I think it said like calm down, wind down or something like that because I'm Mm -hmm. basically always – like you're always on and I'm always like running at full speed in my body. Like my body's always running so fast inside. Um, And so it helps my body and my mind to just kind of calm down before bed. And um, yeah, I love it. It's it's definitely a different feeling. it's de- it's not groggy. Like I've t- I've even taken melatonin before, and I still feel a little bit groggy with it. But this is like on a whole different level. It's like no side effects and all the benefits. It's so cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 been a benefit to me for sure, especially with kids and no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and Remrise is cool because it comes with an awesome digital app that you can use to track your sleep progress and help you work towards your goals. So do what we did. Check out Remrise today. Go to getremrise.com slash vibin. Take their sleep quiz. And when you do, you'll sign up and you'll get 25% off your first month of Remrise. You won't find any other offer like this anywhere because we hook it up for you guys. So get 25% off your first month of Remrise when you sign up at getremrise.com slash vibin. Getremrise.com slash vibin. This portion of the show is brought to you by Kopari. With everything that's going on in the news, one of our number one New Year's resolutions is to just chill. Aside from the news craziness, also in general, Lindsay and I just preach about anxiety techniques and helpfulness on our show. And one of our favorite tools to help calm the mind and the body is CBD products from Kopari. So you've probably heard of Kopari's organic, vegan, premium-grade coconut oil products, and it's the same attention to ingredients that makes their CBD line the one to trust. Kopari's products use the only full-spectrum CBD whole plant power on the market, combined with their famous coconut oil for maximum absorption and ultimate nourishment. Kopari is as dedicated to sustainable and quality sourcing with their CBD plants as they are with their coconuts. If you've got any aches, any kinks in your muscles, anything that needs relief, their CBD Body Calm Cream and Recovery Balm go on smooth and feel amazing. I can totally attest to this because the Body Calm Cream feels so good on my hands, especially in the winter. It works like wonders. And then the Recovery Balm is so great for my shoulders when I get back from a long day of working at the salon because I do hair part-time, so it's really nice to like ease my muscles with that. Um, What are some of your favorite products, Lindsay? I mean, I just used the deodorant like five minutes ago and it's amazing. I can like (laughs) smell it. 
It smells so good. Um, it's, it helps soothe inflammation, which I don't necessarily have a huge problem with, but I love that it's like, I love the smell and I love that it's like all natural ingredients. I don't have to worry about those toxic chemicals like being leached into my bod. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of the deodorant. I love it. Cool. And you guys remember, this is CBD, not THC. So their coconut CBD products won't get you high, just soothe you and calm you with some of nature's biggest power players paired to perfection. And if you're going to try a CBD product, you should do it right. So go with Kopari. If you've been wanting to see what all the CBD hype is about, let this be the nudge you need. You get 15% off all CBD products right now when you go to koparibeauty.com slash vibin. That's Kopari with a K, K-O-P. A-R-I-Beauty.com slash Vibin for 15% off your order. Koparibeauty.com slash Vibin. You are listening to Hi Vibin' It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hi.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Hi Vibin' It. So in the last segment, we just talked to Karina, one of my beloved clients from a couple months ago who came to me exclusively to reconnect to her divine feminine had a great conversation with her and now we're going to talk about and really dive into practical ways because we love to give you actionable steps every time we uh, meet up every week and we want to give you some ways to really activate and and acknowledge when you're not in your feminine and what you can do about it so um, what do you have Kels? Yeah so I can only speak from my experience obviously but Cultivating your divine feminine is all about first identifying what does it mean to be in your feminine energy, to be in your feminine essence. So what I always recommend to people is to start by journaling and just ask yourself, what does it mean to be feminine to me? And then some words will come up, some ideas, just free flow with it and see what comes up. And then how can you start embodying more of that in your daily life? Also, another really helpful question that you can journal on and contemplate is what societal constructs of femininity do you actually enjoy and resonate with? So, for example, we have the societal construct that like feminine women wear dresses and wear makeup and high heels. Like, do you like those things? Do you feel more feminine when you wear them or use them? If so, start doing that more. It's not to say that society is correct about everything, but there are some themes because we're kind of all around the same page as far as instinctively knowing what the energy likes. So for example, the feminine likes to be seen, likes to be radiant, likes to express its beauty. So hence, makeup to accentuate our features, to draw attention. It all goes together. It's not necessarily just this societal thing that is like, oh, in order for me to be feminine, I have to fit into what the description of a woman is. Like, no, this is why it's important for you to decide what societal constructs of femininity do you like doing? And then do more of those. Obviously, don't do anything that doesn't resonate with you. <sighs> okay, so that's journaling. Then we have some more practical everyday ways to start stepping into your feminine. So 
I've noticed for me that something that has been super transformative is to just give myself permission to exist without having to do any certain thing. So this can look like going to the park, hanging out, not getting anything done, just existing, um, just being in my own company, taking a nap, something I never used to do when I was always in my masculine energy because I would judge myself too much for it. Like, oh, you're not being productive enough or whatever. Um, Another really helpful everyday thing you can do is practice the art of receiving. So when somebody gives you a compliment, receive the compliment and thank them for the compliment instead of deflecting like how we do a lot. This is something I teach in my manifesting masterclass because a key to manifesting is your ability to receive and allow and feel worthy. So practicing this in your everyday life will really translate into your manifestation efforts. And it will Um, also trickle down into that self-love aspect too. So there's no, there's no downside to receiving a compliment. Well, (laughs) yeah, receiving compliments, receiving gifts, receiving people's time, receiving people's acknowledgement and praise of you, um, receiving help, is a huge one. Uh, If somebody holds the door open for you, receiving that as a nice gesture instead of being like, oh, well, I could have done that myself. Well, yeah, obviously you could have done it yourself. (laughs) Or you can just be in your receiving mode and be like, oh, I'm so thankful that somebody created this moment for me to receive this nice gesture. Um, So being is one. Receiving is another. Um, Also, like, feminine stuff. So when you think of being feminine, what is the image that comes to mind and how can you kind of use your body to express that? So maybe you like to dress a certain way or wear a certain makeup or like, for example, when we were going to do this show, originally I was wearing jeans and a tank top and I had my hair up and Lindsay was like, well, I really want to talk about the divine feminine today. And I was like, okay, I got to go change. So I put on a dress. I put my hair down. I got in my more feminine essence, my feminine mode. And now I feel like I can be in that space more comfortably in this outfit, honestly. Yeah. I'm not wearing a bra. I'm not wearing shoes. I'm just free flowing. Like my hair is flowing. Everything is just free, which to me is a feminine quality. So doing things on the outside that help you feel more feminine on the inside is always a great hack. Um, Hanging out with more feminine women, being in community spaces with other women where you can talk about feminine topics like connection, intimacy, um, receiving, loving, where you can nurture each other, where you can laugh together, where you can be wild and free together. Hanging out with more feminine women is going to help you cultivate your femininity. Um, And then also look to some role models that you have and people that you feel like really do embody that divine feminine essence and then kind of not try to be them, but model some of their actions, some of their energies. So like, for example, somebody who I felt was always really feminine was Audrey Hepburn. And to me, she's very graceful. She's very nurturing. She's very beautiful. She's very radiant, very giving. And so when I think of Audrey Hepburn and I want to embody some more of those qualities, it helps me tap into my divine feminine. I love that. And I know, um, okay, so I have a, I have a question for you because I have a few ways that help me that I've discovered really awaken my femininity and make me feel super feminine as a, as a great thing and help me welcome that energy in. Um, but before I get to that, when you mention 
you know, doing things that to you feel feminine or, or the feminine aspects, you can kind of practice those. It brought up a question for me, and I really want to know what your take is on it. So we know, we discussed in the first segment and a little bit in the last one, how there's a lot of societal constructs as to what is expected of a feminine person and, and what kind of box that we put them into. So for me, a lot of feminine things that society has taught our feminine are shaving your legs, shaving your arms and getting your hair done and, you know, putting on all this makeup and wearing certain tight fitting clothes or, or even this, the concept of a bra is, is not, if we're not born with it, it was created by society. (laughs) So my question is, and I want to know what your opinion is. What do you think about, there are certain Uh, themes now in society where women are kind of fighting back on this and saying, well, no, I'm not going to wear a bra. I'm not going to wear a tampon because it's freaking toxic or I'm not going to shave my armpits. So do you think that by, if, if I'm a woman, then I'm equating this, these feminine aspects to femininity and choosing not to do them. Do you think that it would inadvertently allow somebody to drop into their more fat max masculine by default do you think that would be a problem um or do you think we just need to change our ideas about what femininity is to begin with what do you think did that make any sense yeah it kind it kind of makes sense i think i have an answer okay so for me i don't think it's a problem that's why i feel like when i was saying what societal constructs of feminine feel good to you which ones do you enjoy i feel yeah. like it's really about the individual yeah. So for the individual, if it's more empowering to not shave your legs or whatever, then that's fine. But like, ask yourself why you're doing that. Because a lot of times you could just be doing it because you're protesting. Um, right. The fact that femininity has been so suppressed for such a long time. And that's kind of the opposite of embracing your divine feminine. If you're right. saying, I need to prove that I'm feminine by not doing feminine things. Are you embracing your feminine essence or are you being in your masculine because you're trying to prove yourself? The feminine doesn't prove itself. It just is. Yeah. It just yeah. exists. Um, and it already is beautiful and perfect by how it is. Um, one time when I was doing an exercise with um, this channeler that I work with a lot, he channeled my divine feminine essence for me. And when he was channeling her, he was saying things like, or I guess my divine feminine essence was saying things like, think of yourself as a flower. A flower does not have to do anything to be beautiful. Um, Everybody thinks that I'm amazing and perfect just from existing. Flowers don't go to work and do these things and prove their worth to anyone because everybody already knows their inherent value. So I guess it's just the intention behind why you are or aren't doing something is what makes you either assess if you're in your feminine or your masculine. Perfect. And the intention is, is going to decide whether you're creating an imbalance or not, because it, like you said, if you're doing it to protest, and, and by default kind of honoring the masculine instead of the feminine because of the protest, that's going to cause an imbalance and it's going to feel bad. <laughs> Any kind of imbalance doesn't, you know, your body knows, your mind knows, your spirit knows. So it's going to cause that imbalance. But there, you know, sometimes embracing your femininity is not shaving your legs, is just wanting to just 
be who you are and not have to worry about what, you know, what people might see or think or feel by your actions. It's just like, no, I'm me. I'm beautiful no matter what. So I'm not going to shave my legs today. And that sometimes is, but if it's like you said, if it's just like, that's a, if you're protesting just to protest, protesting, then yeah. that's another thing. Yeah. Um, another thing that came to me when we were talking was another way for us to cultivate our feminine, and that is to spend time in feminine places. So even places on this planet have more dominant energies. For example, New York City is a very hyper-masculine place. And when you go there, pretty much everyone is in masculine mode. They're in the hustle. They're in the grind. They're go, go, go. Everyone's competing. Everyone's um, just doing all the time, constant doing. Uh, Whereas if you go to a place like Hawaii, it's very lush. It's very abundant. It's very chill. That area has a super feminine nature to it so that's why people that live in new york and they get stressed out because there's so much in their masculine they want to take a vacation to somewhere like that to unwind and tap into their feminine to create more balance so whichever energy you're going for spend more time in those types of places because it's gonna uh, be absorbed by you and help to um like almost reset your nervous system yeah and uh so the ways that kind of help me I noticed this definitely after I became a mom. Because again, when I think of feminine, the divine feminine, I think of all that the divine feminine is. And you can't think of that without getting to the mother aspect. So when I noticed it without even trying, when I did have kids, just being pregnant and and realizing how amazing your body is. Like, look at what you're able to do. And of course, giving birth to the child. Oh my gosh, there's another moment where I'm astonishing myself at my abilities and my amazing divine aspect, um, feminine yeah, because aspect. That's the ultimate like action of creativity. It's like the ultimate yeah. creation to like birth a human and creativity is one of the aspects of the feminine. So yeah. of course you would feel so much more feminine. And we made the joke, like, of course I'm not saying like, everybody go out and have a child. <laughs> Just go give birth. But, <laughs> That'll but, help you feel feminine. <laughs> by, oh God. And so many other things too. <laughs> but just by default, that's what really kind of allowed me to own it and just be okay. Like, yeah, I'm a freaking badass. I'm a divine feminine mother effa. Like <laughs> this is what I'm, this is who I am. And then of course those little moments where you're, where your little boy, you know, hurts himself and he wants mommy and he just needs mommy's cuddles every night before bed. My three-year-old wants, that's part of our routine is mommy cuddles. And it's just like, how much, how much better can it get? You know, like this is it. This is what life is about. And, um, you know, all that being said, you really, we've, we've talked a lot about the feminine aspect, but of course you can't have the feminine without the masculine and you can't have the masculine without the feminine. The whole point is not to overshadow the other, right? So a lot of times when we feel like we have to overcompensate for one, it just overshadows the other. And so we're kind of overcorrecting, but there's always a way to, within yourself, within society, within the world as a collective, um, build each other up and really stop focusing on how you can get one up on the other. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because one is not better than the other. No. It's just a preference. And if you're, I would say maybe 80% of women probably naturally prefer to be more in their uh, feminine essence. And the same with men, probably about 80% of men, the majority prefer to be in their masculine essence. And then there's always yeah. the exceptions. It's not necessarily about gender that's a whole nother conversation right 
Exactly. Um, and it does come up a lot in the conversation. When we talk about feminine, we just by default say women and, you know. We're talking about an energy, but yeah. we are assuming yeah. that most women would prefer to live mostly in this energy. Yeah. So if you are a woman, it is possible that you are perhaps wired in a certain way that would prefer your feminine energy. So that's why we say like, go hang out with other women with like interests and go do some feminine things that will bring up that energy. It doesn't necessarily mean girly things, but feminine things. And that's, that's different for everybody. Um, but we have to close again. We have to end. <laughs> we always run out of time. We have to guys, stop talking. We are literally about to create like a membership platform for you guys so that even though we only have an hour every week on the show, we talk afterwards on the show for like sometimes 20 or 30 minutes about the topic, getting to what we didn't get to in the show. So we're thinking about creating a membership program where you guys can pay like a certain tiny little fee every month and have access to all this extra content that we're already creating, but nobody's getting to see it. So if you guys think that would be a great idea and you're like totally in, like, yes, we want longer episodes. We want more content from you guys. Then let us know. Yeah, let us know. It's definitely something that we've been mulling over a lot more. I think it'd be a great idea, but not if nobody cares. So if you guys want it, <laughs> um, let us know and we will definitely create some good stuff for you. The uh, One of the hypnosis audios that I did with uh, Karina is going to be up on my site. I'm not sure if it's going to be um, a freebie or not, but if you guys want access to that audio, just join my mailing list. You can find it on the uh, well, on my website, there's a tab for High Vibe in it, the show. So click on that tab and it's everything for the show. There's where to where to listen to it, where to listen to it live and on demand, um, the different podcast apps. And in that on that page as well um, is a link to join my mailing list so that you get updates about the show. So when you join that list, um, you'll get a notification when I do have that up on the site. So you guys can go check that out. It is the exact audio that I used with Karina to help her really step into her divine feminine and it's freaking awesome. So if you want that, join my mailing list and listen for the update when I have that live. Also, um, we mentioned this, I think in the last show perhaps, but, uh, no, we didn't, we did it in Insta stories. If you guys don't follow us on social media, look for Kelsey Aida or Lindsay Robinson on pretty much any <laughs> social media platform and connect with us because, um, we talk a lot, like we go live sometimes in our Instagram and talk about the show and what we're going to, what we're going to do. And there's a lot of extra content there as well. Um, one last thing, if you guys love the show and if you want, um, to let us know that you love the show, please go leave us a review. Um, our show is a baby and it needs lots of love. So, uh, we need more reviews. We need more feedback and what you guys think of the show, because we don't really have a show without you guys. So <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and thank you in advance and to everyone who's already been sharing the show with people because yes. this show is growing so fast. Our producer at Voice America told us that this is the fastest growing show he's basically ever seen. So thank you for all your support and for being here and for sharing the show and just being your awesome self and Yay. listening to what we have to say and caring about our perspective. It makes me feel really seen and really heard. And I get a lot of my human needs met through this show. So I'm super thankful for it and thankful for you guys for being here. Oh my gosh, we forgot to mention my genius tip on what manifesting is. During one of the commercial breaks, I was telling Kelsey that my brain just exploded because I had this most like this amazing like epiphany. But manifesting, which is a huge component to our show, it's a huge topic that we pretty much every show we touch on it. But uh, 
manifesting in itself is really the um, embodiment of the divine feminine and masculine energies perfectly balanced. Because if you really break down what manifesting is, it is inspired action, intentional action to get the goal, which means, you know, those practices that we talk about, um, affirmations, journaling, setting those, those intentions, and really doing what you can do to create that outcome. And then the allowing, the receiving, the trusting, the having faith that it is going to come to fruition is completely divine feminine energy. So I was just saying to her, like, no wonder the law of attraction is the law. No wonder it is like, you know, ironclad that this is the way things are because it is the perfect balance of masculine feminine energy. And that is where worlds are created. So it's just really cool. Let me know if you guys agree with that. If you don't agree, you have a different aspect. Um, don't tell me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't tell us if you <laughs> we, love, we love exploring different, different points of view, but that was just something that, that just came to me, and it's just so, it makes sense. It makes complete sense to me, so it's just really cool how those little nuggets come, but anyway, we do have to run. I'm talking super fast because we have to close the show, but we love you so much. We'll see you next week, and stay high vibe. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibe In It. Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon. like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com.